Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bottled in China. I'm your host, Emily Steckenborn, and this is the podcast where we talk about wine, food, beer, and today's episode, food waste. Today, I'm joined with June Zhang, sustainability consultant. She's been doing this for over two years and just released a report regarding food waste and different type of waste in China. Now, you always hear bad things about China, right? Really bad air quality or that there's some food issues. But in today's world, we're actually exploring what's really going on in the food waste sector. And yes, China does waste a lot of food, which is normal for every big city around the world. But what are the different methods of recycling? What are the different methods of using food waste in terms of compost or even biofuel? Today, we explore that with Jun Zhang. And we also discuss upon her research, what are some numbers? You would be shocked. So stay tuned for this episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Bottled in China, or you can even look up our website for some cool stories for 2019. If there's any kind of episode that you want to hear, topic you want to know more about, feel free to jump on our website, find us and write us an email. I'd love to hear from you guys and make sure to have five stars on iTunes. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bottled in China. Today, I'm joined with Jun Zhang, sustainability consultant based out here in Shanghai. She does collective responsibility for over two years. And I'm really excited because I joined one of your presentations last week, I believe. Yes. And you were one of the speakers there on the panel. And you were presenting one of the researches that you did and reports that you kind of, I would say, published in a sense. Mm -hmm. And it was all about food waste in China. And it was eye-opening. I think everybody who left that room felt that they're not doing enough. And food waste, we don't ever consider it. It's such an important thing. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got started in really becoming a sustainability consultant and what does that actually mean? Yeah. Thank you very much, Emily. Okay. So I think environmental issues is always a hot topic on the news for China and people are expecting the country can do something on it. So that's why I chose environment as my major in the university, and I do all the work just related to this topic. I think at one moment when I realized sustainability is just, it's not just one small problem for one sector or for one department. It is related to everything, every business and everything in people's life. So that's the moment I decide to dig into it and spend my energy and work with it and try to do something meaningful. Yeah. Now you you obviously did a research that was looking at kind of food waste, but also I know you specialize in uh, different types of waste as yeah. well. Not We're only food. <laughs> yeah. We're a group of waste nerds. Yeah. Just want to um try to follow different waste stream in the urban city. Apart from food waste, we follow e-waste, textile waste. Just want to know where it goes and what happened to it. Yeah. Now, I think China is booming. So whenever a country booms, obviously, I mean, pollution, as we see, is, is a huge problem people always talk about. Mm -hmm. But are people really interested? I mean, are Chinese locals interested in food waste or are they more about air quality and, and all these other waste? Are they actually interested in the topic of food waste? I think air pollution was 
like top topic uh, for recent years because people can directly feel the impact of the bad air pollution. But for food waste, I think until people know there is a food safety on the news or the meat they consume is like not healthy to their life, I think then people start to think about food waste, but not as much as air pollution. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about the research you did. And also, mm-hmm. can you provide everybody with a little bit more overview of what is the food waste kind of scenario? What's going on in China specific? Sure. So I think most people have have one question, like when they throw away their waste or food, especially food waste, they will think about where it goes after I throw it into the bins, where it goes and what will happen, what will happen to the waste and how it will impact my life or my business. So to answer this question, we start to talk to the people in the system, like the formal or informal waste collectors or the government or the recycling companies to try to map out the whole food waste ecosystem to let people have the general understanding of their the path of the waste. And then people can try to find an angle to take part in and do some innovation in the in the field. And for the current food waste situation in China, there are 657 cities in China with 512 of which produce more than 50 tons of food waste every day. Mm. And cities like Beijing or Shanghai, they produce even more, around 1,000 to 2,000 tons of food waste. Is that per day? Per day. So these big cities are producing 1,000 to 2,000 tons of food waste per day. Yeah, because people are just so busy. They don't cook themselves. Mm -hmm. They go out. They order... Like, especially in China, people like to eat with friends. They order 10 dishes with only four people and they don't take responsibility of the food because they don't have relationship. They don't have emotion with the food. Can I just stop you there? That is so, I can't tell you how correct that is in a sense where, you know, for even our business in the wine industry, the amount of times I go to dinners and especially Chinese style Mm -hmm. dinners. So for everybody that doesn't know kind of the culture out here in China, you go out to this big round table and the idea is you never want to have empty plates because that that doesn't look good. And also it looks like you didn't order enough as Mm -hmm. a host. So you want to like overfill everything and people can choose the food. And I've never gone to one event where I left and everything was finished clean. Nothing. No. I've never gone to one. So you can just imagine it's very different than Western where a lot of the time you, you order one plate and you yeah. finish that one plate. Yeah. So For it's sure. cultural also a little bit, right? Yeah, the culture. And if you have been to Chinese wedding, you will see it's even worse there. And maybe everyone on the table, they will think, oh my God, it's too much food. I don't think we everyone can finish it, but they don't say it. Because they don't think it's their responsibility. Mm. And even they left, the food is left, they, they don't think it's their fault. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge amount. Back to the 1,000 to 2,000 pounds per, yeah. per, you know, these two, you know, the cities. Mm-hmm. And so, so basically it's not on everybody's, on everybody's mind right at this moment. Mm-hmm. Because the city, most of the city in China is well established. Mm-hmm. Established. And... 
people don't see where their food comes from or where it goes when you throw it away. So it's really important for people to see what happened、mm. after this. And because of the food safety issues happening back to 1990s,、uh, the government start to take actions and to build the formal food waste treatment plans since 2007. And the government supports 100 pilot cities in China to explore their own way to dispose food waste. So. Now people may not know that actually there are huge value in food waste. For example, you can convert food waste to compost, to soil conditioner, or even biofuel. So there is one airline、uh, company in China. They actually use the fuel extracted from food waste as their flight. Feel. Oh my God! How yeah, safe so, is that? I haven't heard anything is, bad about it. Is it. <laughs> it is safe. It is fuel in the end. It's methane. Yeah, so people don't know it's there is value, but now the government is establishing the system and trying to make it formal. Yeah. Now, so basically, on a scale of one to ten, ten、mm-hmm. being the best, you know, everybody's great on food waste, and we're trying not to to have any problems with food waste.、Mm-hmm. How big of a problem is this right now in China? From a scale of one to ten, ten being we're perfect. Ten being. Perfect. I don't think we will never. I don't think we'll get to the ten. So maybe six.、Um, really that high? So we're still doing okay.、Uh, one is because I'm an optimist. Okay. <laughs> I see things like I believe it's going towards a right direction because the government is trying to push it, the formalization process, and people are more getting educated about this knowledge. And second. The technology for food waste recycling is actually more mature than the technology of dealing with other type of waste.、Mm. So I don't see the see much challenge for the technology part. But for missing point, I think it's we need time to raise the awareness, and we need more powerful regulation there to take effect. Yeah. So, but right now, today, and where、mm-hmm. we stand today, are we still a six, or where are we? Where's China in a hole right I now? I think six because I understand when people don't see what is really happening in the、mm. fields, they get afraid. They say, "Oh my God, we must this. The, the world is destroying. We're、mm. we're dying." But actually, there are many companies are doing things and innovations. Are happening in the、mm. fields. For example, people are using food waste as earthworm feed, and then they use earthworm as compost. Or people, instead of sending food waste to the centralized treatment plants, they they design an on-site composter where the restaurants don't need to send the food waste outside; they can just deal with it in the house.、Mm. So I'm positive. About the things are go- are happening, yeah. I think you're right because I think a lot of people don't know what's already happening in China right now,、yeah. and so it's a very easy assumption to say, "Well, we don't see it," which means it's not taking part.、Mm-hmm. But you know, also I remember seeing、uh, last year a lot of propaganda in the 
the subways and as well as in the trains that were all about trying to save food and don't over order. So actually, the government's already kind of taking these steps. And you also mentioned that they're piloting a hundred different cities, mm-hmm. kind of almost competing against themselves to find the best method. Yeah. When did they start that, and and how is it going so far? What is the? Do you know what's going on with that one? China start to regulate the system since two thousand seven, and I believe this program is happening after twelve five year plan of China. Why they choose five one hundred pilot cities because every city they produce different food waste.、Mm. For example, Sichuan people love hot pot, so there are more oil stuff in the food waste. Uh, rather than in Shanghai, maybe more rice or noodles.、Hmm. So that's why the government wants every city to have their own chance to explore the technology. And the program, I think, it's going well. There are two main technologies:、uh, mainly convert food waste into compost or methane, where you can use it as biofuel.、Hmm. And now I know. You know, just to kind of touch very briefly on the the biofuel,、mm-hmm. I know that when you were doing your speech, somebody actually discussed that he had a startup doing that.、Mm-hmm. He'll be on the he'll be on soon, actually, because I thought that was interesting. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know him. He's really good. Yeah, and I wanted to know. I mean, is that something that? The government's embracing because I know in other countries they blend the biofuel with other fuel,、mm-hmm. and you have to you know use it.、Yeah. I think Shell did that in Europe, from what I remember hearing. Is that something that the government is active about doing? Are they even looking into it, or is it kind of just something that they're not thinking of at the moment? I think they're definitely looking into it, but they're not as active as people expect because it's not only the technology problem; it's more about how much the market can accept the new te- new biofuel. Who will be the first one to eat the crab? Like.、Mm. They they just want to see a mature system already like working、mm. wrong like wrong fast with this new technology. Until that time, no one wants to yeah really take actions. So they、yeah. kind of are looking for a big company to start that,、yeah. not really the startup scene, right?、Mm-hmm. Not the smaller guys. It has to come from somebody who's very credible, and then it's it could be implemented. Interesting. Now I kind of want to pull out a fact. Now you mentioned in the presentation that you did every year we throw away sixty million tons of food in China.、Mm-hmm. This is enough to feed fifteen percent of the population. I'm guessing that's in China, fifteen percent of the population. Yeah. I mean, can you tell us more about this stat? And also, what are these sixty million tons of food? Is it going to the grocery store? Is this at the farm that's not being harvested? Is it garbage that we've already cooked? I mean, tell us more about that and what that represents. So the number is mainly the post-consumer food waste from large and medium-sized cities. Post-consumer food waste means the food waste from your plate、mm. doesn't include the food waste from supply chain, from farm,、mm. or from transportation process. And I need to update. Actually, I need to update the number. It increased to eighty-eight point sixty-five million tons of food waste in two thousand sixteen. Wow! Because like it will keep growing as China's economic source, urbanization expands, and living standards improve. Wow, that is that is actually when you hear it, 
Mm-hmm. I thought 60 million was bad. And now you said we're at 88, over 88 yeah. million in 2016. Mm-hmm. I feel like just hearing that number, letting it rest, that is, I mean, now I'm sure you can feed more people, <laughs> but yes. that is unbelievable. Now, mm-hmm. can you tell us about urbanization in China and the role and impact that plays on food waste? That's a good question. So with the fast urbanization happening in China, there will be more and more people going into the city system. And until that time, the system will not be able to catch up with everything happening. For example, the food waste production in Shanghai is more than 2,000 tons of food scraps every day. But only around 900 tons of food waste is collected by the formal system. So you can see there are more than, there is a huge gap, more than 1,000 food waste is missing. Yeah. So the, the city will be hard to catch up with the waste production while it, the urbanization is going so fast. So I think it, we need to really think about it and take actions. People cannot just run towards like cannot just run but without thinking yeah Mm -hmm. now talking about what we need to do with it you did a research can you tell us more about the people you followed (laughs) on that journey and also what you found out and the methods of your research and what you kind of uh saw Mm -hmm. so different i think it's really different with other technical reports we just start our work by going on the street and talking to the formal and informal waste collectors. I don't think there is a technical method in the research. It's more about talking to people and get the real insights in the field and map out the whole ecosystem and let people under more easily to understand where the waste goes and how will it impact their business or life. Mm. You know, and just to give everybody who's not in China a little mm-hmm. bit more overview and, you, you know, please add to this. You see a lot of people who are, you know, literally with a garbage garbage, those big plastic garbage kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. that you can pull on wheels and then they just collect or they people dump it in a big truck. Like what is who are the garbage collectors? What, what does that look like? So in a formal waste collection system, there will be official collection companies chose by the government and they they have their formal tracker to uploading the food waste for restaurants and the restaurants need to pay for the disposal fee to the collection company. And then the collection company will send the food waste to specialized food waste treatment plants to convert it into compost or biofuel. But there are still significant portion of food waste going to the informal system where the informal collectors, they are like some farmers or some migrant workers with dirty bicycles. And may, sometimes you may see the they, they, they will have two dirty waste bins hanging on their bicycle and they're digging the food waste from the restaurant bins. This guy, this kind of guys, they will uh, send food waste into pig, individual pig farms or illegal oil workshop near Shanghai for some illegal trades. And when I say 
pig farms, they they will use pig um, food waste as livestock feed. For example, the pork you consume may be the pork. Now, now that's actually almost scary to think. But actually, I need to tell you, in some place of America or in Japan, it is legal、mm. for the livestock for pigs to consume food waste.、Mm-hmm. Because in their system, it's easy to、uh, separate normal food waste with pork, so they can avoid、uh, the pigs get disease,、mm-hmm. get sick from eating food waste. But in China, first people love pork, so there's and, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, now this year is the pork year, so it's really difficult for the system to separate pork from food waste and. The risk of livestock getting sick from eating food waste is much higher than other countries. Now that's yeah. So for everybody that doesn't know, obviously, when you even think of Chinese food, it's never just a big piece of meat like、mm-hmm. steak or chicken or pork, and then you have side dishes. It's always small cut pieces into like a chow fan or into like vegetables, and you know. And so yeah, it's almost nearly impossible to almost separate everything.、Yeah. And on the other hand. Is that something that the government recognizes is a problem? Is that illegal for them to sell that food waste to pig farmers, or is it not really illegal? I think the government definitely see this as a problem, and they actually are taking actions to dismantle the individual farmers' farms and trying to build more industrialized pig farms, and they they ban. People selling food waste into individual pig farms, and they require the farmers to boil the food waste before they give it to livestock.、Mm. But I I don't see there is a clear line between the illegal food waste. I don't see that there is a clear line because the government only say you can the the livestock can consume the food waste if you boil it. Mm. But they don't ban this action, one hundred percent. So they try to put regulations to control, but it's not banned. Yeah. Huh. And what else did you see from your your research? What are some other things that were interesting or that you want to share with everybody? So, like we just mentioned, there are definitely big portion of food waste going to informal system. But don't worry. Through our food research, we see. Hope is coming because there are some really innovative cases happening, like the earthworm farm in Shanghai. There is a earthworm farm in Baoshan area.、Mm. They actually、uh, use fifty to sixty tons of food waste as earthworm feed, and all the earthworm will be、uh, sold as compost or medicine. Medicine, yes. Jesus, China! What do you mean by medicine? <laughs> I thought it was bad for pigs. Now I feel medicine. What's going on? What do you mean by medicine? Earthworm is an ingredient of some Chinese medicine. Oh my god! You, you know, people eat snake or, you know. <laughs> oh, and, oh, and I've tried. I'm trying to do the whole, you know, Chinese medicine to be super healthy, but I didn't know it included earthworm. <laughs> This will be another topic. Wow,、yeah. that'd be interesting. I do want to know more about that.、Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I do want to wrap up as we're we're kind of approaching time. I want to know, you know, for you, what are the biggest challenges and hurdles that you see 
moving forward for China regarding management in food waste? So there, there are some huge challenges for either the government or the recycling industry to face. So the first one is the lack of powerful monitoring and supervision of the waste collection process because there are still people trying to steal the food waste and sell it to informal system. And the second one is the economics. Why people willing to sell food waste into informal system because the informal collectors will give you money mm. when you sell the food waste. But informal sector, the restaurant need to pay for it. So it's a huge difference in this system. So I think it's really important for the formal sector to get profit rather than hugely relying on the government subsidize. It's really important for them to develop their market. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the third challenge, I think, is the low disposal capacity of formal system. What we mentioned before, there are more than 2,000 tons of food waste produced in Shanghai every day, but only 900 tons of food waste is being collected formally. We need some time for the formal system to catch up with the waste production, definitely. That's amazing. And I think, you know, I really, I think one of the things that when you were doing your talk and a lot of the things that people were saying as questions or comments at the end is, you know, this is a huge problem and it's everywhere in the world. It's not only China, but the one good thing with China is when they implement a system, mm -hmm. everybody has to follow it, right? Yes, and so, so we're waiting for the moment. Yeah, and it, it's going to be interesting to see because one of the other comments and just, my God, I could talk about this for hours, but one of the things that's interesting and we had it and we discussed it with Faye Bao as well, who was on the podcast earlier, who does recycling mm -hmm. for F&B restaurants, they were mentioning that China is huge on recycling and on yes. garbage disposals because they're the ones that actually import garbage mm -hmm. and then they do the selectioning of it and they do the actual basically recycling of a lot of countries, right? I mean, that's something people don't even know. Can you just very quickly just give us a little bit of insight into that world if you if you have any info? Like, that's what I heard that they don't do it all the time anymore because of a lot of reasons. But China is very advanced when it comes to recycling, actually, and people don't know it. Yeah, because China is the most huge recycler in, in the world. I think China itself has the ability to recycle every kind of waste because Chinese people, they just try to get value, get resources from every type of waste they have. Every morning, 5 a.m., you may see people, informal collectors, like trying to sort different waste next to the bin. So I think that the, the whole country has the ability, but it just needs time to regulate the whole system and make it safe and efficient for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, I, let's, let's see what happens in the future. But I think, as you mentioned, if we're, if we're at a six, that's a pretty good start, you know, and I think that there's a lot of innovation in the market and people are positive that if it's implemented, it will happen. So listen, June, I want to ask you, first of all, how do we get in touch with you? How can if people want to know more about your research, is there a website you can give them to go kind of see what the organization does? And also uh, give us a little bit if you want to share your email or however anybody can get in touch with you. Sure. Thank you. So if 
everyone wants to download our food waste report, you can go to www.coresponsibility.com and you can get the report free. If you want to get touch with me, just add me on LinkedIn. My name is Junzhang, J-U-N-E-Z-H-A-N-G. I'm really open and I'm happy to talk to anyone who are interested or have knowledge in sustainability industry. Perfect. Well, for everybody listening, I'm going to put uh, the report link in the show notes. And of course, if you want to get in touch with June Zhang, that's you can find her on LinkedIn. But most importantly, June, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for you know your research and making China a better and cleaner space. Mm-hmm. 